0: Fam, how is everyone? Welcome to With Wit. I'm again alone in the house, candle lit. Have had such a long week. I thought today was Thursday and it's Wednesday. (sighs) Even just like that one day difference makes a difference, you know? but this day has been full on. I've had this headache that just like won't go away. It's just bumming out my left temple. I'm going to drink some watermelon. Let me take a gulp. All right, y'all, we are going to dig into more solo questions. I can't believe we still have more questions from that. Ask me anything I did a little while ago, but we do. I hope you're excited for those. First, should we talk a little bit about what's going on in my life? We are still in the thick of elementary school admissions process. I'm currently like rubbing my eyes with my fingers right now going down my neck because this process is just so much. Like people tell you it's going to be a lot. And they're like, oh my God, get ready. And like, you know, there's just so many stereotypes and things that you fear going into this. And you're like, no, I'll be fine. Like with me, I'm like, I'm chill. I'm chill. We'll figure it out. It's all going to be good. We'll do the tours. We'll get a feeling for what we like and it'll be fine. And now cut to us like applying to six different schools. Each school has like seven different on-campus tours, coffee and conversation, coffee and curriculum, meet the athletic director, come to the holiday boutique, talk to a parent volunteer, go to a game, have your son come meet the teachers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And like, I'm not trying to talk shit on all these schools, like uh, they are doing what they need to do. They are obviously one selling their school, but also like selling their philosophy and creating beautiful humans and like doing awesome jobs. And they should be showing it off and they should be wanting to gain the families that are like most like-minded to them. So they, they should do them. But for us, it's just like, so much scheduling. I don't know how someone that has a nine to five job, like can get off enough work to go to them. i love the tours. The schools are outstanding. Like Sonny could go to any one of them. And I know that he would be happy, but the process is just like a lot of work. And I'm right now feeling a bit overwhelmed with taking on all that plus like everything else that I have to do as an entrepreneur and a mom and a wife and stuff like that. Like, I feel like stuff with Timmy right now feels weird. You know, when like certain things are going great and other things aren't, which is like pretty much called life. But right now it's like, okay, work is going good. It's really busy. I I have a lot of creative projects going, like a lot of New things in the work, a lot of like nourishing old things. I I feel very, very confident, comfortable with where I am work-wise, sunny wise, like the school shit. Yeah, it's stressful, but he's doing beautifully. And I don't have any worries, knock on wood, about him at the moment. But it's like there's something off with Timmy and I. (laughs) And I feel like it's even fine if he's listening and if this gets back to him, because he knows that I feel it. Literally this morning, we got in the car to go to one of these tours. And I said, I'm telling myself this story, which is a tool from Brene Brown, you know, she said to use that phrase when you're about to talk about something with your partner that you're thinking that you may not know is true, but you want to double check with them if it's true. And so I start and I'm like, I'm telling myself this story. And he like snaps back at me and he goes, no, I'm not annoyed with you. And it was like, he knew I was going to say, I'm telling myself the story that you're annoyed with me. And he to me, I think he was annoyed with me by the fact that he like knew what I was going to say and then snapped it back to me. But he like snapped it back to me and then it was quiet. And I was like, oh, okay." And it just felt so obvious that he actually was. And then we he took some breaths and he like came back with a joke or something and and brushed it off. But There's just been, I don't know, one of those vibes in the air where we just like can't get on the same page and we kind of want to do different things. And we have a lot of different things going on. I don't know. Maybe we're just spending too much time together and we're on this meal plan thing with Dr. Golglia. I think I talked about it on Instagram, but essentially we went to this nutritionist because Timmy really wanted to get his health checked out cuz heart disease runs in his family and make a long story short the nutritionist has us on this special plan that in just involves involves like a lot of protein a lot of veggies and just like only water no bread no dairy just like very 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 clean and he's been really focused on that and I don't know if like that's irritating him whatever I'm just Going to tell myself, which is, you know, the rational part of me, tell myself that we're not always going to be on the same page. Like, we're, yes, we're husband and wife and we love each other, but like we're two human beings that are moody at times and like we can get annoyed and hopefully we'll snap out of it. And maybe we're not even in anything. And I'm just like completely making this up, but that's. Really what's going on with me at the moment? I'm going tonight to two events, feeling that same feeling like I always feel like I would rather stay home, but I know that I'll go and I'll have a nice time. But anyways, let's get to more fun important questions. Okay. So this first set of question is going to be about relationships and the second set of questions will be all about beauty, okay? All right, let's get into the relationships. So The first question is what was the breaking point that made you do couples therapy? Huh? So Timmy and I did, I don't know. I want to say like seven sessions of couples therapy. It was a little bit pre COVID. And then we saw someone mid COVID, but Basically, I I think what was mostly happening was I was just depressed and I didn't know it. And I think my depression was causing insecurity. And then I was projecting those insecurities onto Timmy and it was causing us just to bicker. And I wasn't having perspective. I wasn't seeing what was right in front of me, which was this happy life and this man that loved me. I was seeing someone that was like constantly annoyed with me, which is funny because I literally just <laughs> shared that story with you. But we decided to go to someone just because we were having these fights that were getting really intense and that were lasting a really long time. And Timmy re- really would want to like get up and and go and take some deep breaths and then come back and reconvene, which is the healthy mindset. But I would want to really get into it and talk things through. And I really didn't want to be alone in my own brain during one of these fights. So it would just get really, really drawn out and they were really, really exhausting. And they, we would both end up in tears. And then the next day would be, we would be taken out with like an emotional hangover. And so finally we were like, we just need to really talk to someone to see how they can help us work through this, because this isn't like relationship thing, like a lack of love thing. This is really just like a communication thing. And we needed those tools. So I would say, for anyone out there that feels like they're not necessarily being heard or they don't have the right words or verbiage to use to communicate, that that would be a good sign to go talk to someone who can give you those tools. First of all, if you are nervous about what others will think, what your family will think, no one needs to know. You know, what's most important is that you and your partner get on the same page. I think that, Your family is probably more concerned if they're seeing issues than if you're taking a proactive step to actually going to see someone. And also just like who cares what other people think? Like going to therapy is a way of working out the brain and looking at different perspectives. It's the same thing and should be looked at as going to move our bodies and working out our heart or meditating or talking to a friend or journaling. You're essentially just telling someone how you feel and they're helping you interpret how to move forward in a productive way. And so I urge you first to accept that therapy is a beautiful, wonderful thing that is not only for those who are struggling, but something that could really help mend a relationship. And for us, like it really, really insanely helped. We were able to speak openly and honestly, honestly, more honestly, because there was someone listening and we had this responsibility to each other to show up. And if there was another person listening and let's say I would get all sensitive and start crying about something that Timmy said, the other person could step back and be like, Whitney, why did you react this way? What caused those tears? Like tell Timmy what's causing those tears and really just help be that like referee for lack of a better term so that everyone is being heard. Okay. And now a word from our sponsor. Looking for a protein bar that tastes good? Look no further than Perfect Bar. They have been a staple in our house for the past few weeks as we've been on this new nutrition plan. And the nutrition is highly recommended. Almond butter and peanut butter. Almond butter more than peanut butter, but these have been such an amazing way to get that protein and snack in in a really, really healthy way. Perfect Bar has a lineup of fresh from the fridge protein bars. No chalky artificial aftertaste here. They're made with freshly ground nut butter, as mentioned, a little bit of organic honey and 20 organic superfoods. Perfect Bar really has such a great variety of products. They have protein bars and little snack size bars. My favorite right now is just the simple almond butter, but they have a delicious dark chocolate chip peanut butter with sea salt that's also so good. Just not on the plan at the moment. I had one of the almond butter ones on the way to a school tour yesterday and it kept me nourish and it was yummy. And they're just so good for grab and go. You can put them in the fridge. They have a cookie dough texture that's creamy and full of flavor. And now as mentioned, they come in snack size, packed up with six grams of protein and 150 calories. Perfect Bar knows it will be love at first bite. So for a limited time, they're offering you a chance to try their refrigerated protein bars for free. Here's how it works. Sign up for emails or texts and upload a picture of your receipt from your local grocery store. And they'll reimburse you for the cost of one bar directly into your Venmo or PayPal account. Pretty great, right? All you have to do is go to perfectsnacks.com wit to get a free perfect bar today. That's perfectsnacks.com wit to get a free perfect bar today. Happy snacking. All right. Back to my solo. All right. Second question. Who said, I love you first, you or Timmy? And when I'm pretty sure that I did though. We can't really confirm it, but I'm pretty sure that I did when we weren't even dating yet. We were still, I think like, I don't know. It could have been doing the city. And like, I don't want to sound all like I'm spilling a secret because like we never got together during the city, but I knew I loved him while we were filming the city and we texted him. And I think like I said it maybe casually and he said it back, but like, I totally went on, on a limb and also gone are the days where like anybody needs to wait for anybody to say it. Like if you feel it, say it beware the person might not say it back. And it's not because they don't love you. And it's not because they aren't going to say it because that definitely also happened to me in a previous relationship. Someone said, I love you to me first. And I didn't say it back for a couple months and it was totally fine. And we still were in love and happy. I mean, obviously we didn't end up together, but like the progression for each relationship and When you said what, like, doesn't really make a difference. However, I did say it to Timmy first in a casual text. I think I was at an airport about to take off for somewhere. And, anyways, it obviously wasn't anything that we like truly remember. Next question How do I get past a breakup when I'm the breaker upper? It's so, so hard. One of the hardest things I've ever been through, breaking up or being dumped and, Dealing with death, which are obviously like two very, very, very different things. For some reason, like I just remember being the most heartbroken when I broke up with my first love and I couldn't even really deal that I kept on like hanging out with him and kind of leading him on for another year or so afterwards, but only time honestly, only, only time. I know that sounds so annoying to hear and you really want like a quick fix, like go, you know, hook up with other people or like just have some fun and get your mind off it or go work more, or go travel. All those things are just distraction. And while they may be a fun backdrop for your depressing feelings, you're still going to have those depressing feelings. So just Give yourself time, give yourself grace. Find that one person that you can complain nonstop to. I needed this one friend who would just listen to me whatever small stupid thing I would miss or any little feeling that I had or a little obsession or reflection, whatever it was, like I knew that I could talk to about it with my best friend and she wouldn't get annoyed. And I would also say, like, hey incoming texts. Like, I know this is annoying. You don't even have to say anything back. I just have to say this. And like that really got me through. So ugh, give it time and, and have someone to, that you feel comfortable, like really sharing it all with and being completely vulnerable with how to deal with feeling emotionally detached from your partner. Ugh, I'm so sorry. Okay. So My gut instinct would be that you have to just tell your partner that you're feeling this way and see where the misalignment could be and try to have an open and honest conversation because that's not a place to live and exist in. A partner should be the person that you feel the most emotionally attached to and completely comfortable sharing your opinions and unloading your feelings so that must be extremely hard. I think try to do a little bit of digging, maybe like a little bit of journ- journaling. What comes up when you think about what are you scared to tell them? Or how do you feel emotionally detached? Or what are the things that you don't feel inclined to talk about or what are the emotions that you don't want to show them and try to do a little bit of digging of where that's coming from. And I have a feeling that if you do a little bit of that insightful digging, that there may be something that you hit on and that's what you, you face head on. But communication with your partner is key and being proactive about it is key because as I said before, that's just no way to exist. Okay. And then last question in the relationship section. Have you ever been cheated on and how did you deal with it? I haven't been cheated on that I know of. When I was dating Jay on the city, people were telling me that he was cheating on me, or at least after we were together, people were like, Whitney, duh. But I never caught him. Don't know for a fact. So don't want to make any false claims. Love Jay. But none of my other boyfriends. No, no one's ever cheated on me before. Thank freaking God. I would freak out. I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I'm a jealous woman. I can't deal. I can't deal. I just can't. I don't know why. I wish I was more confident. I just, Timmy going on a bachelor party is like my worst nightmare. I just feel possessive. And sometimes like his friends are cray. I mean, we're all all of our friends are cray and like, whatever. I don't even want to blame it on his friends because if anything were to happen, it wouldn't be their fault. But this would absolutely destroy me. And I think that like, sometimes my jealousy just comes out of like a fear of abandonment. I think that that may have to do with a little bit of like dad stuff, you know, but no, I haven't been cheated on. And if I did, it totally would be dependent on the situation, how far it got, what the relationship was like, if there was a relationship where our relationship was at. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I could be with someone that cheated on me, but it just depends on the context, really. I do not judge anybody for staying with anyone that has cheated at, 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 at all. I'm just saying, I don't know how I could and with my level of confidence, how I would be able to repair that and for there to be healthy trust in the relationship. Ooh, I don't even like talking about it. All right, let's move on to the fun stuff, some beauty stuff. All right, first question: Botox or filler? Okay. Botox, yes. I have got it in my forehead, in my crow's feet, in my jaw for TMJ. Where else? That's it. That's all I've gotten Botox on. I did a little bit of filler a long time ago underneath my eyes. And I didn't really see a huge difference. And I was so puffy from it and hurt so badly that I just never wanted to do it again. I go to Dr. Sheila Nazarian here in Beverly Hills. And sometimes I think she'll stick a little bit around my nose for like a little bit of fullness for the areas that sag there. But other than that, it's just a little bit of Botox here and there. Next question. Someone says, considering Botox in my jaw for clenching, did it work for you? it definitely worked for me. I used to wake up with a headache every single morning and now I don't wake up with one. So I don't know, actually, I mean, as I'm saying that with my headache, it, my headaches literally started three days ago. So maybe it's starting to wear off now. The doctor told me when I was in there that my job was like insanely clenched. So maybe I need to get a little bit more, but I, I definitely noticed like a week after I got the Botox that my headaches weren't happening in the morning when I woke up anymore. So that's a plus. My favorite skincare regime. So right now I have a really good regimen. It's really clean, simple. I think simple may not be simple to you. I guess it's all relative, but I will exfoliate. Everything is on my blog, by the way but I will exfoliate with my M61 gentle exfoliating cleanser like every three days. And then on the other days, I either just use like a Cetaphil cleanser that's in my shower or the Dr. Elsa Jungman oil cleanser. Then I tone with the Indie Lee CoQ10 toner with a cotton pad. I then put a little bit of the osmosis dermal repair serum on, I then put a little bit of vitamin C that I got from Ask Cares, a really great skin studio here in Studio City. I then put on a little bit of the eye cream from Ask Cares as well. I then spritz a little bit more of the Indie Lee CoQ10 for added moisture and glow. I then put on, mix a little bit of Pure Squalane from Biosance with My moisturizer from ask cares during the day, I use a collagen repairing moisture. And during the night I use more of like a thicker cream, a regenerating cream. And that is my regimen right now. Oh my God. I wonder how long that took, but yeah, that's my regimen my favorite vitamin C serum and retinol. So I don't use a retinol. I'm scared of it. I'm sure it would work wonders for me, but I just don't want to go through like the two weeks of skin trapping. I just, am not like, I'm not a dedicated person like that. Like I have kind of low patience when it comes to that. And it's like, if I have to do something consistently, I have a really hard time keeping to it. So retinol is not part of my process, but Olga at ask cares, my, uh, facial studio in, Studio City recently gave me a vitamin C serum that I've been using in the morning and the evening. And she was like, in two weeks, your skin is going to feel and look amazing. And it's starting to look so good. I cannot recommend Olga at Ask Cares enough. And she sells online. Her website is, hold on, let me look it up for you guys. Everything she does is just incredible. Like she's very focused on clean beauty, but it has to be effective and healthy, and nutrient-rich. And it is just askcares.com. A-S-K-C-A-R-E-S.com. Hashtag not an ad. Okay. Next question. Fave affordable skincare. So I was saying I love my Cetaphil cleanser. I have a Cetaphil cleanser. I also use like the Cetaphil or CeraVe wipes CeraVe has like really amazing makeup removing wipes that are awesome. And they also have an eye cream. That's great. La Roche Posay. My, I'm probably not saying that right. Yeah. So my husband just got the ceramide cream. It is $20, $20 and 99 cents. And it's a double repair face moisturizer. So that's a great one. I love userin the body cream, like the ultra moisturizing body cream. It's a 10 leave-in conditioner, is a great product that you can buy at any pharmacy. Aquaphor, major fan of Aquaphor using it. I was doing like that slogging thing for a little while and it was actually, kind of, I kind of forgot about it, but it was working wonders. I was putting it under my eyes too as an eye cream, just the Aquaphor. I'm going to start doing that again. Products worth the splurge. Okay. There's a few bio effect EGF serum. It's like my hero product when I'm using it, my skin never looks better. Like it just, it keeps it so moisturized, like so supple, so dewy makeup looks so good on top of my skin. It just really like repairs and corrects my skin. The Osmosis Dermal Repair Serum also for any little bumpies, breakouts, redness, it just really takes it down and makes your skin like super smooth. So, those two I would say are my two splurges. Suggestions for lip care do not go to sleep with them chapped, put like an Aquaphor or Lucas Papa ointment or a Lineage sleep mask or the Tatcha lip stuff is great just make sure that you're not going to sleep with chapped lips, drink a ton of water. I've been noticing with this new food routine and all the water that I have to drink, that everything is just like so much less dehydrated, especially my lips. So definitely try to get your, your doses in of water Have you heard of a lip exfoliating scrub? If you haven't, I would definitely check one out. I think Laneige makes an amazing one. And then there's also a ton of companies that do great like lip masks. Or if you want to, if you have any eye masks, if you're like in need or you don't want to buy a separate set of lip masks, you can use like those gel eye masks on your lips. All right. Would you ever do your own skincare line? I mean, I would absolutely love to. It would be so so much fun and obviously I have a passion for skin but the market is just so saturated I just don't think that I could um make a mark honestly like it, there's just too many people doing the same thing and but thank you I mean if it, uh, maybe that was a sweet question like you think I should have one so thank you but right now no not on the list of priorities favorite hair care products so I've been using, it's spelled D-A-E, the Monsoon. It smells so good. I also love whey, like the way shampoo and conditioner. Orbe is one of my favorites. They have like the ultra moisture repair or it's like moisture repair. It's the black and white bottle that's really, really great. And what else do I have in my, yeah, those are the main ones right now that I'm using. And then I use the It's a 10 leave-in conditioner. And that's pretty much all I'm using right now. And then last question is, where do you get inspiration for your hair color? Okay. So this sounds super cheesy, but there's two places. One is old pictures of Rosie Huntington, Whiteley, old pictures of her, her hair before coloring it. Like it's natural color. I saw a picture of her on the runway and I use that as inspiration as well as Classic Hailey Bieber. Don't we all love a good Hailey Biebs inspo pick? I feel like it's like, yeah, you're not a, a human if you haven't. <laughs> She's just so pretty. Anyways, you guys, this was super fun. I feel so relieved. I feel like that was cathartic. I'm going to go take a nice long hot shower and then get ready for my events but thank you for being here. Seriously. Thank you for taking your time to spend it with me and for listening to, to me chat and share my life with you. I'm so appreciative. I'm so, 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 so appreciative. All right. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.